0: All right, everybody, Jacob Central, Managing Editor at FearTheFin.com. I'm here to answer your Shorks questions, Uh, so go ahead and drop them in to the chat whenever you're ready. Um, Until then, I will talk about nothing. Uh, So Eunice Donskoy is on the ice today, as was Dylan DeMello. That's the big update. uh, Donskoy won't play tomorrow against the Toronto Maple Leafs, but it is good news that Donskoy is skating. Uh it kind of seemed like he was never going to play again, which uh, was of actual legitimate concern because uh, they kept moving the goalposts as far as when he was going to come back. Uh, But it does appear that Don is at least close to return, uh, even though he will not play against the Leafs tomorrow night. So um, I'm not going to be one of those people that say it's like getting a guy at the trade deadline because it's not like that at all. Um, I hate that. Uh, But... Don is nearing a return, but though he won't play against the Leafs tomorrow night. So, uh, if you have questions about the Sharks, I guess the NHL as a whole, although I'd be just making up answers about the rest of the league, because I follow the Sharks and maybe the Western Conference, but once we get further out than that, it gets a little bit dicey. The Pacific Pacific Division has been very busy, obviously, in terms of trades. I did a, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say big. It really wasn't that big. Uh, Post today, I'll put the link in here that kind of summed up what the rest of the Pacific has been, has been up to. Uh, it's been a lot of trades over the past, you know, week or so. Um, obviously, Anaheim uh, made the trade to get Patrick Eaves. Um, Arizona makes the trade to send away Martin Hansel to Minnesota, and then LA makes that really strange trade to get Ben Bishop. Um, wow, what draft pick should San Jose go for? Jesus Christ, dude, I have no idea. Um, that the draft is not super strong this year. Um, and you know, it really just going of depend on where San Jose lands. Um, and especially since they're going to be in near the bottom end of the draft, it's really going to be tough to, tough to suss that out this early on. So get back to me in June. Um, <laughs> bring the Sedines to San Jose. Wow. That would take some real magic in that, uh, the cap situation would be an absolute nightmare. Um, the Canucks would have to eat almost all of that salary, um, and I think the Sedins still, even after this year, have another year left. Wow, I can't see anything with this glare on my glasses. This is the worst. All right, we're going glasses-free the rest of the way, so bear with me. Yeah, I think Redeem Verbata, uh, Scott Philkowski, brings up uh, an interesting point. Uh, Redeem Verbata is one of those guys that has its contracts really reasonable. It's only a million dollars. That's a guy I think the Sharks should at least take a look at. I know that uh, yeah, he's a little bit older. I believe he's 35. Um... Which you know, I mean that that does not really a big factor. Um, he's played well this year. I think he's uh, around the forty point mark, something like that. Um, that's a guy that would be good on a, on the top line or on the third line. Um, I think it's all again just a matter of how much he was he would cost. Um, you know, I I'm of the mind, generally speaking, that the Sharks should should not make any moves unless they get a really good deal, because it seems that this trade deadline um, things are a little bit on the expensive side. I um, mean, you see what the wild had to give up to get handle and you see that, and it's like, okay, maybe the sharks should just sit this one out. And, and I really don't think that they need anything per se. I'm not saying that they should not make a move if a move is there. Um, just they don't have to do anything. Um, so I do think though that Verbot is a good player, and if they can get something, then then maybe they should. Um, you know, the thing is, is that the Sharks, he's, to me, he's like a second round draft pick kind of a player, and the Sharks don't have any seconds over, in the next two draft years. Um, the Maple Leafs have their second next year, and I can't, alright, let me, let me take a, take a peek to see who it is, I should have pulled this up before, to see who has their second in the year following, um, uh, come on, Cat Friendly, just, why can't you just tell me who has it? Is it the Blues have it? Allegedly. Not wrong. Uh, okay. No, that's not right. Well anyway, they don't have they don't have their next two seconds, so that that, that makes that tough. He's certainly not worth a first round draft pick, even in a weaker draft. Um, and I, I know people keep saying that that it's a weak draft and even I have said it now three times in this in this four minutes. Once you get kinda lower into the draft, I do think that the Sharks have been really, really good at, you know, value drafting and I I think now the Sharks are in a point where they need to be really focused on the draft. So I would be hesitant to move draft picks for rentals, especially because I think that the, the Sharks have the guys with the Barracuda with the team right now and guys like Lebank and Meyer and Goldobin and O'Regan and Sorensen that they don't necessarily have to go get a guy like that. Um, they don't have to overpay for a guy like that is really what I should say. So I, I think that they should be not, they shouldn't be careless with their draft picks is really what I'm saying. Um, Something to keep in mind. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam Batista points out that Donskoy is good to go. He had stomach flu last game. Yeah, that that's why, allegedly anyway, why uh, Donskoy didn't make the trip to Vancouver. But Donskoy is not going to play against the Maple Leafs. Uh, that's what Kevin Kerr said um, today. So I guess it was bad enough that keeping him out also... Tomorrow, um, that's why I'm skeptical, that's why I said allegedly about the flu, um, I, I, I don't know, this Don Score thing is very weird, I, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe it was, there was some concussion type issue, no, no, I get it, Mike, yeah, I'm not, right, not criticizing, um, yeah, yeah, totally different. I, I had to take off the glasses because the glare was uh, bugging me. Uh, the light on the thing it was driving me nuts. I think that the Sharks have the capability to dress four lines. It's just that they haven't done it. Um, They're still playing. And it's even beyond. I'm, I'm not trying to make this like just a Michael Haley thing. But the, the on Saturday when they're like, oh, hey, we can dress four lines. We're going to use Michael Haley at center and then dress Barkley Goodrow. And it's like, okay. If they're going to do four lines, and put Chris Tierney as the fourth line center and then put Haley on the wing. It's like, okay. That's not my ideal four lines, but at least that's, that's, I think we would agree that's pretty reasonable. But if you're going to say, Hey, let's play Haley as the center, a position he's really not very good at in general, and then play Barkley Goodrow instead of, you know, again, Meyer or Goldobin or uh, Sorensen or good Lord, Ryan Carpenter, somebody uh, that that's, I think where it starts to get a little bit ridiculous. Um, and that's when it's like, okay, so are they gonna make a move to alleviate that? Because if you don't feel like those other guys can fill that role, then maybe you do need to make a move. Um, and and I, I don't really know what the what the answer is. What the answer is there. And yeah, Ryan White also went to Minnesota from Arizona. Um, I I don't. I mean, I, maybe you guys feel like that that is what made that such a a heavy load back to Arizona, but I don't think so. I think Handel is still the big piece in that move. Um, but that is a huge overpay, in my opinion. I mean, Arizona got a huge, 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 huge haul um, back. That's a great move for Arizona, in my opinion. And I think, the, I believe uh, his last name is pronounced Chaka, uh, has done a, a freaking incredible job with Arizona since he's taken over there. They did a gr- had a great draft last year. Um, they've made good moves so far. They're going to be a good team uh, going forward. It's going to be pretty hilarious when they rebuild much, much quicker than Edmonton did. I mean, the only thing that's keeping them, obviously, from doing the rebuild on the fly as quickly as Edmonton will have done is that uh, they're not going to get a Connor McDavid. So, uh, tough shit. Uh, yeah, I like Thomas Vanek. Um, I think one thing to keep in mind with Vanek is that uh, he's getting a lot of offensive zone starts. And when I say a lot, I think you should go back and look. I did a piece on this. Uh, let me pull up the link. Um on potential trade target, he is getting, and not just like, man, he's not like getting a little bit, he's getting a ton of offensive zone search, which is not a problem necessarily, because if he plays with the Joes, he'll also get a bunch. I'm posting this in the link now. Um, and that's part of the reason his scoring numbers are so freaking incredible this year compared to in years past. So it's something to keep in mind when you're looking at uh, his numbers compared to some of the guys on the Sharks. There's a, the, the Sharks they Peter board does not really uh, both he doesn't line match and he uh, does too much and he doesn't zone start shelter guys too much during the regular season you'll see him do that a little bit more in the um, postseason but you won't see it crazy amounts in the regular season so something to keep in mind um i i uh, let's see dan asked about uh why aaron dell wasn't playing more um uh, he does note that it's a dead horse and i i agree with him, but I also agree that, yeah, I, I'm really not sure why Arendelle isn't playing more. Um, I, I, I really don't know. I think that there is some, um, I think we're seeing more people bring this up recently, that maybe there's something to be said for the idea that that maybe it doesn't matter so much how much a goalie plays fatigue-wise. Maybe it doesn't matter as much as we think it does. You know, there, there in the NHL, there's a lot that we don't know just in general. Um and I'm willing to, to you know to say that I, I I just don't know. That you know, it seems like it's a bad idea to start a, uh, Martin Jones as much as the Sharks are because they don't have to, but at the same time, you know, I'm willing to say that I don't I don't have all the information. Um I would start Aaron Dell more because he's played very well and frankly better than Martin Jones, but you know, that's a tiny sample size, so yeah, who knows? Um let's see. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Uh, what happened to Ryan Carpenter? That's a great question. Um, he has not played great in the Barracuda since he's been back there in terms of point production. But uh, yeah, I'm not really sure why he has not gotten a call back since, you know, the last time he went down. Um, I know that they, the Sharks want to play Tomasz Hurdle at the third-line center. I think that's really the, the answer. I mean, Pete DeBora said that. Um, why they're not committing to that more now that he's back a little bit more heavily, I don't really know. Um, I just don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the rooms, uh, not in the, not in the locker room. So, you know, I'm not there to to badger Pete DeBoer about it every single day. And, uh, you know, um, that's not me criticizing reporters for not doing the same thing because, you know, frankly, they could ask him every single day and he could avoid it every single day because it's not really that hard to avoid questions. If you don't want to answer them, it's really not that hard. So, you know, um, don't take that as an opportunity to go badger, you know, Kevin Kurz and Curtis Pashelko about it, because it's very possible that they're asking the questions and the questions are getting ignored. That's just the way it works. So. Um, listen, I think Brent Burns has done enough to get nominated for the Hart. I don't think he's going to win it, no. I think he would have to go on a pretty big tear here to win it. I think Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby have better cases. Um, Crosby especially has done... More so far, right? In fewer games. I mean I think he has a case because you know he's a defender and that's cool. But um I mean, uh listen, I think I think it's what he's done is is incredible and amazing, but I, I I don't see it happening. I not really. Um the Norris is a lock though, it's already over. Um Let's see realistic ideal trade for the sharks if any trader I'll do you mind seeing this question from Jonathan Connolly Connolly yeah, geez butchered <laughs> even butchering the names that I would think I would have not have a problem with um honestly at this point I think uh I would have thought Vanek would be one that's 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 pretty reasonable um i'm I'm not great at trade speculation in terms of you know what seems normal to to give up you know I think in a normal year' it'd be like oh man maybe you know uh. A second or a third in a prospect, you know, uh, maybe a guy that's that the sharks aren't super super crazy about. Um, but this year again, it just seems that the prices for things are so inflated at this point that um, it's going to cost a little bit more than what the sharks want to give up, and that's really why I'm saying that I don't feel like I don't feel like San is going to do anything. That that's what my gut tells me, and that if San Jose does anything, it's going to be a big move that's going to surprise people. Um, so. Um, let's see, Mark Allaire asks, why is DeBoer waiting on creating a solid fourth line? You know, I'm really not sure what the, what the holdup is on trying to do something a little more solid with the fourth line. I'm not, I'm not, what really surprises me is why he hasn't committed to putting Tierney as the fourth line center. That to me is the biggest surprise. It's not the, like the Haley thing doesn't surprise me that, that makes sense. I, you know, I disagree with it, whatever. But the not putting Tierney as the fourth line center to me is, and that's actually surprising, and I, I don't understand that at all. You because know, if you start, if you say, hey, listen, if we start our the spine of the team, right? If we say, okay, here's the spine, and we're gonna have, you know, Thornton, Couture, Hurdle, Tierney, and we build our team from that from that spine. Um, I think that's the way we start making a good hockey team. Uh, I, do, I really I honestly can't tell you why that has not happened yet. I just haven't the foggiest idea. Um, to me, the Sharks have the ability to make a good fourth line from there, because to me, you know, you start at the top, and you've got, you know, uh, maybe Pavelski and LeBanc there, okay? And then you've got, you know, uh, Couture, Marlowe and Bodker. Um, the third line, you know, maybe you have uh, um, Hurdle and uh, Ward and Meyer. And then, you know, on the fourth line, maybe you have uh, Tierney and Carlson, and, you um, whoever. It just doesn't matter. Um, You know, I mean, if you want to put Haley there, you know, you can do it. That's not what I would do. I would rather have, you know, uh, Goldobin there but or or somebody else. Um, Anyone else? Don Skoy? Anyone? But I digress. I don't know why he hasn't done it. I really don't. Um, I know that DeBoer has made some pretty questionable lineup decisions wherever he's been. Just like every hockey coach has, wherever they've been. Mike Babcock does it. He's the best coach in the NHL. That's the way it goes. You know? Um, Listen, if they didn't do stuff like this, we wouldn't have anything to complain about, and it wouldn't be any fun being a hockey fan, right? That's the way I look at it. Um, Let's see. Zach Croft asks, do you think Patrick Sharp will be traded? And if he does, where will he go? Um, Listen, at this point, I don't think he's going to be traded. Um, Jim No said something to the effect of uh, that they were done. Um, and listen, that's the thing that GMs say um, when they're not done, obviously. But I, I think based on his production, not good. His salary, wow. Um, I, I don't really see there being a taker for him. Certainly not the Sharks um, if they're if they have any enough you know, brains in their head. Uh, let's see. Apologies to this ask, but realistically, what do you think the price is for, for Bata? Seems like people are getting way overvalued. The Dallas trade and the Arizona trade. Yeah. Uh, I briefly touched on this. I, I think that the verbata price should be like a second. If it's more than that, it may be a secondary prospect, like a low level prospect. Like a, I don't know, man, if it's a Yenfulovs or something like that. Um, and if it was that, that would be fine. The problem is the trucks don't have a second pick, uh, round pick. So. <clears throat> I will note that I'm not very... Uh, listen, this is a blind spot for me. I am not great at pricing trades. It's something I have a hard time doing. And uh, I'm fully willing to say, listen, that is not my forte. Um, especially in a year like this where it feels like the price... Like like when I hear a price, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Or, oh, that sounds bad. When someone says, hey, what do you think that this should cost? They'll be like, oh, Jesus Christ, I have no idea. Um, not, not great at it. Uh, so, listen, I think it's... Uh, a sign of maturity that I could tell you when I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And that is one of those things. So that's, uh, there you go. What do you think about eventually John Tavares joining the sharks next season? This is from Jeff pie Gonzalez. Uh, I'm sure he wants off the Island and we need a new number one center soon. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, I think that's a guy that the Sharks should very aggressively target because I think the sharks need a number one center because I don't think that I wrote about this about longature. I don't think that he is at this point, a number one center. I don't really think he's going to become one either. Um, not to the level that the Sharks need, uh, so I think that that's a guy the Sharks should go after. And I think the Sharks know that, and I think that's why the Sharks went after Steven Stamkos this off season. Uh, Bill Sherman asks if we need, if we being the Sharks need to let Brendan Dillon go. No, um, I don't think so. Um, that being said, I wouldn't be opposed to a move where they trade a guy like Brendan Dillon uh, and then promote Tim Heade. Uh, you know, I don't think that would be a bad move at all because the Sharks have a surplus in defense right now. And they're going to lose a defender, I think, in the expansion draft. So instead of losing a guy in the expansion draft, why not trade a guy, right? You know, that is not that is uh, the kind of ballsy move that I think that I'd like to see the Sharks make. And they're not going to, I don't think. But uh, not opposed to it. Uh, Brendan Dillon's a good defender, and uh, you people should be nicer to him. You know, I mean, listen, I I have said that about a thousand times, and nobody's ever going to listen to me. But (sighs) that's the way it goes. Uh, What do I think the Sharks have to give up for Tavares? Geez. Yeah. Uh, a lot. I think uh, Mike, that was from Mike, I believe for Nick is for Nickies? for Nickies? Nah, Anyway, doesn't matter from Mike. Thanks, Mike. He'd happily give up Meyer Mueller and two first from. Yeah, I would do the same. Um, I don't know if it would cost more than that or if that's what it would cost. But if that's what it costs, I would do it. Um, yeah. It's a no brainer because they have him under contract for this season and next season. And then obviously you'd want to, re- you know, resign him. Um, Shane Doan is under the fourth line. No thanks, Shane Doan's terrible, and uh, I hate him. So no, I'm good. Uh, Vanek or Parento, oh, who's better? Uh, Vanek. uh, that's from Segar. Let's see. Do you think they'll stick with Haley into the playoffs? This is from Sean Brown or bench like when Mike Brown played a good amount of the season inside the playoffs. Yeah, I I honestly don't think that they'll play Haley in the playoffs. That's my gut. Um, maybe that's just wishful thinking, uh, but I really don't think that they'll play him in the playoffs. I don't. What do you think it takes to get Duclair from Arizona? I think it would take a lot. Uh, that's from Gordon Lister. I, I, I think that they're listening on Duclair, and I think what they're listening to is, Hey, do you want to give us a ton of stuff for Duclair? Um, because it's a, it's a sell high moment. And I, 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 I maybe not sell high, a sell medium moment. Um, Duclair, I know his numbers have not been spectacular by any means. Uh, I'm going to look up his numbers right now, but I know they have not been, um, they've not been, not been all that good if I, properly. let me pull this up. This is great radio, by the way. Oh man, we'll just edit this out, man. edit this out in post. Come on, Elite Prospects, bear with me here. Come on, guys, here we go. Let's see, in 15 AHL games, yeah, it was has only been a half a point a game player. That's not great. Um, yeah, I mean, only nine points in 41 NHL games. That's also not ideal. Um, yeah, I have to look at his possession numbers, too. Um, obviously, playing for really terrible terrible Arizona team and the fact that they're listening on him also makes me a little suspicious like oh man so why does Arizona want to get rid of him right because listen uh Arizona's a pretty smart team um and if they don't want him I probably don't want him either uh yeah his numbers are not very good right now I would steer clear. This is kind of like you know, to me, the Arizona or the Arizona Coyotes are kind of turning into the Oakland A's of the NHL. And if I hear that the Billy Bean of the of the NHL is like, "Hey, we've got this slightly used uh, Duclair," you know, he's just I don't know. Do you want him? What do you think? I'd be like, ah, nah, I'm good. No, I'm good. That's fine. And I just hang up and I say, I'm fine. Um, so no, I, that's fine. Uh, okay. Who, would, in your opinion, trade for Vanek? I think a lot of guys would trade for Vanek. I have no idea. Listen, I write about the Sharks. I don't write about anybody else, man. <laughs> it's hard enough keeping track of one team. Please don't ask me to, to chime in on anybody else's team. I I do my best. Uh, I, listen, I think Parent has one of those guys is like, oh man, yeah, that'd be a nice pickup. And you, I think we say that every single deadline. Uh, I think every team says that. That's still in the playoffs. Uh, Man, Is there any team that needs both Verbata and Doan? Uh, Justin Castillo suggested that. I I doubt that there's any team that needs both of those guys. But uh, the thing is, I just don't want Shane Doan on my hockey team. I'm good. You know, the guy's liable for, like, a game misconduct every time he steps onto the ice. That's fine. I'm right. I don't need any Shane Doans. No no Doans 2017. Thanks. Nope uh, I also wonder if it would be difficult at all to trade within division i I don't know if that's something that Doug Wilson would have a problem with or the coyotes for that matter I think that's something to keep in mind and i I don't know if that's you know that's that's just me speculating of course, but I know that that is perennially a problem in the NHL because they're a bunch of giant diaper babies something something to keep in mind guys that's that is definitely a thing. nobody likes stone. Literally nobody does. I mean, listen, Coyotes fans like him, I guess, but you, good Lord. There's – I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a, a Pacific Division fan that likes Shane Dunn. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, uh, some of, yeah, Justin brings up Tavares. Again, I think the Sharks will aggressively push for him. Um, all right, do we got anything else? The Sharks host the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow night. This is the only time that they're in San Jose, obviously, this season. Um We'll get a chance to look at a uh, uh, freshly minted Brian Campbell, who has just joined the Leafs. Um, I, I believe the plan is for him to make his debut in a Leaf sweater tomorrow. Exciting. Um, I don't know why they're making any rental deals, but in Lou Amorello, I am sure they trust, as they are wont to do. Is anyone going to the game? Yeah, that last... Uh, uh, a lot of people said that that win against the Leafs last year was a big uh, hashtag momentum swing for the Sharks. I mean, if you believe that, uh, I have a bridge to sell you, I guess. Uh, the Sharks were already very good last year when they beat the Leafs, but it's fine. Believe the narratives that you want to believe. That's uh, your prerogative. What did I say, Campbell? Jesus, whatever. So, uh, different old guy, whatever. Dif- uh, the, both Florida, uh, Boyle, Brian Boyle, Brian Campbell whatever yeah 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 it's Monday gotta cut me some slack exactly thank you to uh Josh Dempsey for correcting me though I appreciate that uh okay uh we got anything else yeah I made it 23 minutes before mixing up uh, Brian Boyle and Brian Campbell that's actually kind of a miracle I can't believe I didn't do that beforehand ah, damn it Okay, uh, listen, so I'm going to obviously, so this was recorded on Facebook Live, I'm going to put this down on the podcast stream, so if you uh, don't subscribe to us on iTunes, you can do that by searching Fear the Finn on iTunes, you can follow me on Twitter at Jake Sundstrom, or uh, at Fear the Finn, we've got a whole bunch of good content on the website right now, including a, a history of Doug Wilson's moves at the deadline, which I highly encourage you check out, that was done by... East Bay Rye. You can follow him on Twitter, at East Bay Rye. You should do that. East Bay R-Y. And uh, I think that's all we got for you. Is that it? Uh, Good idea. Derek Manning is going to go and uh, plant the seed in John Tavares' mind to join the Sharks next year. Make a sign. Uh, I hear that John Tavares loves signs. Blaze it, Brian Torres. All right.